Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We've got an NBA schedule that's going to be released. We're going to get to all that stuff later, but football is on our minds. We don't need to wear helmets to talk about football so we'll just go as it is. Welcome in, everybody. It is a Monday. Hope you're having a great one. 
Jonas Knox and myself, Dan Byers, sitting in for a Doug today. I didn't even say boom, Jonas. I should have. I left it out of the equation. You want to do it over again? Boom! It it's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And boom, just like that, the first week of the NFL preseason is in the rearview mirror. Loved it. I watched, not only did I watch virtually every game, but I watched the replay of virtually every game as well, too. I couldn't get enough. It was basically the background noise for the weekend, whether I was prepping for work or getting ready or anything like that at all. The background was preseason football on the television and it was such a welcome sound in the in in the back of all my other thoughts going on to hear the tackling the conversations players that i've never heard of before i loved all of it i just like to see the graphics on the screen that's my yeah. favorite part of it of seeing the score and seeing a dolphin's helmet on the screen or whatever helmet you would want the redskins and browns and and their hey. colors that's what i love to see hey gotta be honest with you man the jets jersey and helmet not bad. Uh, a little bit yeah. throwback to the Altoon days, Dan. As, as long as it's far back, I'm. I don't dig the basic Jets with the football and the helmet. I oh, think I that didn't they, like that. that but yeah, but I agree. Like stepping back and the way it looked against the Giants, a a very good look. And the thing about that game was everybody was wearing equipment that was up to date and allowed by the NFL. Uh, is that like? Or, well, that's the norm, isn't it, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere except Oakland, California, <laughs> where Antonio Brown continues to make news by not wanting to wear the equipment that he is supposed to wear during football games. And this is uh, this is something that, heck, it was talked about after the preseason game. We'll hear from John Gruden in a little bit about the the drama that started to unfold on Friday. But this is, this is funny to me because this isn't just – this wasn't a cover-up for my feet mishap. Sometimes you'll do the misdirection – Something bad is happening. Oh, yeah. I'll do something else so you're not talking about yeah. the real bad issue. But this had been in the works for a while where Antonio Brown was was having an issue, obviously, with his with the helmet that he was going to be forced to wear and the one that he wants to wear. And here we are on a Monday, and the NFL is releasing statements about what would happen to Antonio Brown if he wears that helmet. Basically, he'd be ineligible to play, he'd be in breach of his contract, and wouldn't get paid. But this story now in day four of the Antonio Brown helmet saga. How about the fact that Antonio Brown is willing to fly into camp on a hot air balloon? Okay, He's willing to fly into camp in a laundry basket with a balloon and a giant flame over his head in the sky, but he's not willing to wear a helmet that's going to save him down the road. <laughs> I don't under, I don't understand. I, but but he's very and he clearly is passionate about it so much so that he that he broke out like Gildan spray paint and tried to spray it up and sneak it into practice. <laughs> it's an amazing story. The commitment to uh, to his helmet is awesome. As someone who has tried to uh, change a colored face mask on his mini helmet, it's not as easy no. as it looks. <laughs> no, no, it's you just not. don't put it on and say there it goes. It drips. You've got to get the right whether it be glossy, whether it be matte. There are a lot of different choices. Is, but he went the extra mile to to try to wear something that apparently isn't good for him. Now, Antonio Brown does have some supporters, or at least one when it comes to this issue, and it's his head coach, John Gruden, who spoke about the issue after their game Saturday against the Los Angeles Rams. But I support this guy. You know, I think that's what needs to be said. I don't know um, what anybody's writing or what anybody thinks, but this, this foot injury wasn't his fault. You know, this was a total accident. It was really wasn't his fault, and it's a serious injury. I know some people are smarting at it, but it's really not a laughing matter. The guy is, 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 was hurt. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong.
And the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. And we understand the league's position as well, so we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because uh, he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. Bingo. It's exactly what he should have done. Exactly what he should have done is defend his guy. And we can make all the jokes we want and talk about his feet and, and the helmet and all that. You know what John Gruden did? He defended a guy publicly who's not getting any public support anywhere else. It's exactly what he should have done. There's an opportunity that it, it, to try to keep everything in order. Yeah. I, I would be I would have been surprised if this was the battle that John Gruden picked to go against Antonio Brown. It, but he felt like he went above and beyond supporting him. He even made talked about the foot issue and was saying stuff along the lines of, look, that wasn't his fault. Yes, it was. He walked into the cryotherapy thing. It wasn't like uh, uh, like the, the movie uh, where where the lady who's remember that movie where the guy is the author James Con <laughs> yeah. and uh, and he's You're laying in bed and he's laying in bed and, and misery the movie misery oh. where she puts a block in between his feet and tries to, and breaks his feet while he's recovering from an auto accident because she's an obsessive fan. It's not like Antonio Brown was laying around somewhere and a bunch of kids while he was vacationing took a blowtorch to the bottom of his feet he walked into a cryotherapy chamber without the proper footwear that is 100 percent his fault and john gruden made an excuse for him and i think it was the right thing to do he went above and beyond to support his guy to show him hey listen ab while everybody else is making fun of you we got your back over here in oakland i think he understands how antonio brown responds as well and if you look at at least antonio brown's recent history of of turning his back on on those that are are close to him, and not meaning close relationship-wise, but in proximity, meaning the guys in his locker room. Yeah. What happened last year in Pittsburgh and the relationship that he had with Ben Roethlisberger, for everything that went down, he did show up and try to play on that final Sunday. Yeah. So so in the end, so it doesn't, doesn't behoove John Gruden to turn his back on him because right now John Gruden needs to keep as many of the Raiders and the good Raiders on the field and, and to try to get Antonio Brown on the field. But that's my point of when does John Gruden not do that because it actually benefits the Raiders to not have Antonio Brown there. And that's what I think is going to be interesting to see, whether it be having it played out on hard knocks, whether it lasts into the regular season. At some point, you're going to say, all right, Antonio Brown's got to be here and got to got to adhere to the rules. But if he doesn't, if he, if he takes a turn from where he went – I'm not sure the Raiders, despite the draft picks, despite the amount of money that you paid, I'm not sure the Raiders wouldn't be better off just without him considering where this franchise is is heading, and I'm not talking about Vegas. And, and, well, he's such a talented guy that it's going to be after he gets out on the field and you see what a difference he is for that offense. Uh, because Vic Tafer, who covers the Raiders for the, for the Athletic, he was on Fox Sports Radio this weekend and said that even with the bad feet, Antonio Brown went out there for one practice and annihilated every defensive back they had on the team. It was not even close. He still, with the, with the damaged feet, was better than everybody else out on the field. And John Gruden knows Look, he even though he's got a 10-year contract, Gruden wants to win games. I mean, his job's not in jeopardy at all. He's still got a move coming up and all that. He knows that he wants to get him out there, like he says, and so, of course, he's going to support him, and he's going to defend his guy, and he's going to go over the top, and then it's not until you get him out there and they're not winning games, and then he starts pulling the same crap, because when's the last time Antonio Brown was on a losing football team? That's like He's going to be on one this year, most likely, so I just... 
wait and see how he is on the field, and if it becomes too much to deal with, then they can get out of it. I, I find it interesting to see how, if he does return, how he would respond, because obviously the Steelers were having great success, and he still had issues, a personal issue with Ben Roethlisberger. I always point to the game that they had against the Ravens that he threw his helmet in the water cooler in the second quarter because Ben Roethlisberger didn't throw in the ball in a game that they were winning. And this was in the second quarter. This wasn't last drive. I was wide open. You were looking at somebody else. This was in a good situation, and I think that shed light on on Antonio Brown. But when you look at big picture, and as you said, John Gruden wants to win games, and this franchise wants to, to win games in their last season in Oakland – when you look at where the Raiders are and where their next five years are, you you have a decision to make about Derek Carr. You've obviously swung deals to get rid of uh, Khalil Mack and, and Amari Cooper. But if you're picking towards the top of this draft next year, you've now got that decision to make about your quarterback. You've got I. The point is, I'm not sure if tanking is a bad option for the Raiders this time around. If Antonio Brown helps them win two or three games. I'm not sure if that's that's great for the Oakland Raiders. Big picture-wise, in four or five years, I think this this team is in a different spot without Antonio Brown because he'd be a receiver in his mid-30s. So putting up with this stuff now in a time where maybe they have to lose, maybe you just cut bait and end up moving on, even if it's after a season of being like, all right, we we, we will just have to bite the bullet that we took, gave up the third-round pick, that we gave him this much money, but for where we're going as a franchise, we can't have this. Yeah, and, and I want to see, and it's both situations, you want to see how Pittsburgh and also the Oakland Raiders deal with it, because everybody wants to win the breakup, so to speak, so you want to show, hey, it wasn't my fault, hey, it wasn't my fault, so you know Le'Veon Bell wants to play really well with the New York Jets, Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin want to coach and quarterback really well in Pittsburgh. Juju Smith-Schuster heard the back and forth. Antonio Brown's the same way. I think Antonio Brown is a motivated guy to come out and play as hard as he wants to. The Raiders are going to be be a team that you have to monitor the first month or so of the season because if they're one in three or one in four, that's where you keep a close eye on AB because again, he has not been Outside of last year, I don't know when the last time he's been on a non-playoff team. But do you think he wants to win, or do you think he wants to be a B? Um, like that's that's my issue. Is I think he's more concerned about being Antonio Brown and having Antonio Brown get his than he is about his team winning. Yeah, I mean, well, he's always been. Uh, and the stories you hear is hard worker, this, 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 and this, and he busts his ass and he does all these things, and he's already got his money, so he's already gotten paid. And he said even before the season, you know, I don't need to play football anymore. So yeah, he cares more about Antonio Brown, but I also think that if they're losing games. I don't think he's going to take that well. I think he's a competitive guy, competitive enough to where he's not going to be used to the losing, and maybe he didn't appreciate it as much as he thought he would. Now he's going to be in a losing situation. That, that's why I put so much pressure on Derek Carr as well. Oh, 100%. For the simple fact of if they're losing, he's also going to want the ball more because he's then going to say, well, you're not getting the ball to your best player. And so now Derek Carr is going to have to sit there and worry about getting the ball to Antonio Brown or listening to a head coach that is – whose relationship that he has with the head coach has been under the microscope since day one. So this is 
This is all doubling down and having this trickle-down effect to all these other places just because Antonio Brown wants to wear a helmet from 2008. And here's the thing. Hard Knocks has given us something uh, the past couple of seasons that actually are telling and gives you a window in, inside what it's really like. And we can say, well, you know, it's a, it's a TV show. And the director of Hard Knocks said there's like 400 hours of an episode that doesn't get used, that goes into it or something like that. A, a crazy amount to, to whittle it down to one hour. But Hard Knocks the past couple of years has given you a peek inside what the coach-quarterback relationship is really like. A couple of years ago, Dirk Cutter and Jameis Winston, that just didn't seem right. And as it turns out, that wasn't right. Last year, Baker Mayfield, Hugh Jackson, that didn't feel right ever. And as it turns out, that wasn't right. I want to see Gruden, while everyone's looking at what Antonio Brown's deal is with Hard Knocks, I want to see Gruden and Derek Carr, and I want to see how that plays out. Because... I am not sold at all that Derek Carr is a Gruden guy. He wasn't there when he was drafted. Mike Mayock didn't draft Derek Carr. That's a Reggie McKenzie signing, the extension, the draft pick, all of it. I do not think Derek Carr is, is for long in Oakland. And then a draft where you could have quarterbacks one, two, maybe three, depending on what happens, maybe allows for the Raiders to, all right, eh, two and 14 yeah. wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Take that, Oakland, for your swan song. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You don't the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Hankook tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. 
Just go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. So, yeah, that Jane Slater report saying that uh, he's seeking $40 million a year. She also added it's a negotiating uh, situation yeah. and business here. The number would likely to be closer to 34 to $35 million, But she reiterates her report from the summer is saying that Dak won't take a hometown discount. Good. He shouldn't. He's been giving him a discount the last four years. That's exactly what he should do. And he asked for $40 million. Doesn't mean he's going to get it to her point. It means they're going to try and meet somewhere in the middle. And look, it's it's his turn to get paid. This is how this works. When it's your turn to get paid, you get paid. It's not about whether or not he's better than Tom Brady or better than Aaron Rodgers. It's about whether or not it's his time to get paid, and now is his time. But I don't think that Dak Prescott is – in the role of Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers on his team. And and that's where the Ezekiel Elliott situation comes in, that if Zach is asking for so much money that they can't get a Zeke deal done, I, I understand the, the athlete getting what he wants and, hey, you know, everybody, we're not going to take a discount here in any of our jobs, so why should a professional athlete? But it's a different, it's a, it's a, it's a, a different playing field. It's, He's not Philip Rivers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Aaron Rodgers to what he means for that team. And that's why I I just, if you're going to pay Ezekiel Elliott that much and it takes you out of the Ezekiel Elliott business, that's the Cowboys' decision. And I'd rather be in the Ezekiel Elliott business because I don't think you could find another guy like him 
as opposed to finding somebody who is similar to Dak. See, I, I get asking for the money, but I just I don't I don't think then you get it done and the Cowboys are going to have a decision to make. See, here's here's how I look when you compare the difference between Dak and Zeke. Which one is more like? Which one has more as more likely peaked? It would be Zeke based on the position and the wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, Dak's contract looks better and better in the long term if he can continue to develop. And this is all. Look, Jason Garrett. All of a sudden, if next year they hire a young offensive mind that can do what other offensive minds have done with their young quarterbacks. Like, look at Trubisky. Dak's better than Mitch Trubisky. And Mitch Trubisky did some great things in the air last year because of Matt Nagy. Like, if you were to put an an offensive mind with Dak Prescott a year from now, then he only gets better and better, potentially. I just think that he's doing exactly what he should. The idea that they expect him to just take a hometown discount. And people kind of put Dak Prescott in in this category of, well, he should be grateful for where he's at. Okay, fair enough. But so should Dallas, because as we talked about earlier, he fell in their laps. Two guys got injured. He stepped up, and they won a division, and they've won two division championships in his time as Dallas Cowboy quarterback. I just think it's it's just a reality of the the situation in the NFL, and if it's your time to get paid, you're going to get paid. But it's why the Jerry Jones comment when he took his stance about Ezekiel Elliott was so – had so many holes in it when he said rushing champions don't win Super Bowls. Because he completely excludes the fact that good rushing teams make the playoffs. So when you look at rushing champions and you look at the the history outside of a Chris Johnson on an 8-8 eight and eight Titans team when he went uh, CJ2K, you had successful teams with, with good running teams. There isn't a quarterback in the NFL that is going to make $40 million in the next three years. I, I mean, let alone in 2019 or 2020, no one is going to make $40 million until way down the line. Now, I know the report says it can back up a bit, but I get paying a quarterback because then it will end up following another one will pass him. But we're talking about Dak Prescott here, and we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson of, of, of getting that, that $40 million. I just don't think that he is in the class, and what he is doing right now is he's hindering the Cowboys' opportunity where they have to make a decision. And if I'm making a decision for the Super Bowl team that I have right now, I'm paying Ezekiel Elliott over Dak Prescott. I mean, I, I look, I and you don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to get $40 million in a year or two? I think they're going to empty the vault for Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City. Oh, sure. Like there, there will be more to come over, but to to have to have anybody, what Matt Ryan is going to make thirty three and a half million dollars next year. I, I no, mean, you and, know, and, like and, so, and I get it, and and I don't think Dak Prescott is better than Matt Ryan or any of these guys that we're naming, but I just think it's a timing issue, and and also another another problem is people are thinking with their wallet as opposed to what an NFL wallet is. It's completely different. It's like I learned that. A long time ago when I was working in in over-the-phone sales, you know, when you go to give somebody a price, don't cringe just because it's a lot of money to you. Just because it's a lot of money to you doesn't mean it's outside the realm of possibility for them. Because if they sense a cringe, it's less likely you're going to close the deal. Like, this, is, these are the numbers that are being thrown around at quarterback in the NFL. And Dak Prescott has been playing 
on a bottom barrel salary the last four years. And if you were to add those two like we did earlier and average it out, you're going to get Dak Prescott. If he signs for $34 million over four years, you're going to get him for about $17 million a year over an eight-year span. I just I well, think it makes sense. And you think his production, because you talked about the as far as they went in the playoffs, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but do you think that then his production – warrants that money i know this for a fact in watching the all 22s and breaking down the tape there's not a quarterback in the nfl who hands the ball off better than Dak prescott <laughs> and if you can find one i mean prove me wrong uh, there's we've, nobody out we've there. got some breaking news in the national football league let's head over to the anchor desk it's isaac lohenkron breaking news from Fox gives Sports. us the breaking info dan and jonas multiple outlets are reporting that an independent arbitrator has denied antonio brown's grievance to wear his old helmet this season i'm surprised wow, i'm surprised that, unbelievable. That, yeah that they wouldn't be like no go ahead get injured get I, I, I'm surprised. I mean, because I, I was hearing reports that they were considering uh, allowing him to wear those old Hutch helmets that came with the uh, <laughs> the get-ups when we were kids. You remember those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the plastic, uh, two-bar plastic yes, face mask. Yes, I had a Georgia Bulldogs one. <laughs> did, did you really? What was Correct. the number? Was it Herschel Walker? No, there was no number. It said Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> with a bulldog on the front of the jersey. <laughs> like, that's what it said. And the only reason that- Are you I, sure that was an actual Hutch or it, not, not a knockoff? It was- I. I, I we we could look it up during the break, but I just remember that there was there was one time when I was a kid that I was enamored that there was another helmet that was similar to the Green Bay Packers, but was completely <laughs> were completely different colors. Like it blew my mind to see the Georgia helmet and the Green Bay Packers helmet. Which I, I think George's may have come first. Actually, I, can't I, I had a a Bears Neil Anderson was the one thirty five mm. old Neil Anderson, uh, and there was a picture. Brady Quinn told me he had a, a Bernie Kosar one, uh, a Hutch with the helmet and the jersey and all that. And I asked him, did it also come with a flask? Because I wasn't <laughs> oh, sure. Geez. What? I'm, I'm fair also, question. No. Uh, <laughs> well, Bernie Kosar he likes to bend the elbow a little bit. Two things. Mine was college, so I don't know if they were putting numbers on jerseys back then. But number two, I'm also a bit older than you guys, so maybe they just had and transition to actual jerseys at that point with the Hutch brand. That's when you know Hutch exploded probably in 84 and we're like, you know what, we're so going to put cool. numbers on these things. So cool. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, well, how about you continue? Sorry, Antonio. Sorry about that. I mean, he gave, he gave it a shot. But I, unfortunately, no. I got a Dak Prescott jersey with $40 million <laughs> yeah. as the number. It's just zero <laughs> it wrapping around it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to tirerack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me. Tire Rack is the experts. That's tirerack.com sports, tirerack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, Nods to campus, legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, good at any Graduate Hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Joining us now to talk about AB, what's going on in Raiders camp, and so much more. He's a Raiders insider for NBC Sports Bay Area, and you can check out the Raiders Insider podcast at NBCSportsBayArea.com. Scott Baer joins us now here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Scott, happy Monday. How are you? Talk about a timely interview, right? Huh? The, news, <laughs> right. the news broke. I just hit send on a story, and then ta-da, now we have... What, for the first time in three or four days, looks like a fully formed equation of exactly what happened and, <laughs> and the results of it all tied up neatly in a bow to talk about it. I can't wait. Man, so did you think that there was any possibility that that there was going to be a lengthy holdout over this helmet deal? How did you think this was going to play out before we actually found out the outcome today? I thought it was going to work out exactly as it did, that that while he had certain elements of his grievance that I think 
um, were a valid argument. I think ultimately, since the, since the helmet kind of rules and certifications are a joint uh, ruling from the league and the union, I thought that was ultimately going to be ruled against him. And the Raiders sources kept telling me, um, even before Friday kind of went mushroom cloud on this whole Antonio Brown story, they just said, hey, we get it. You know, he's been away. He's not real thrilled about this helmet thing. His feet still aren't totally perfect. But ultimately, we think he's going to come back, and we think he's going to come back pretty soon. Um, and But it's still Antonio Brown, right? That, that There's still an element of uncertainty when you deal with him. But uh, ultimately, it's all kind of playing out as we thought that it would. From my vantage, it's nice that Antonio responded directly after the grievance kind of ruling became public. Again, all tied up neatly in a bow, no no loose ends. Uh, as a beat reporter, I'll, I'll take that every single day. He is Scott the Bear. He covers the Raiders for NBC Bay Area. Uh, up and are you in Napa right now? Or are you in Oakland? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm in Napa. Okay, so it's uh, there are worse ways to spend the summer. I was going to say, how accurate. Um, is Hard Knocks actually going to be? Because we know it's a TV show, but you being there day in and day out, are we getting a fair representation as to what the Raiders actually are right now based on not only Hard Knocks, but some of the stories out of there? Yeah, I really think that this next episode on Tuesday is going to tell a great deal. Uh, One thing that a lot of uh, your listeners probably don't know, and, and Raiders fans included, is that the team has maybe not final cut, but they have some veto power and a considerable amount of say about what shows up on the show. And, you know, the Hard Knocks folks, and I think NFL Films does a great job uh, with the show, but ultimately they say that they like to be fly on the wall and true documentary series as opposed to a quote-unquote reality show, uh, as they've kind of come to be. I think that line's a little more blurred. I'm not saying that it's Real Housewives, but it might be a little bit more contrived. And ultimately, <laughs> when a when a team has influence on what goes on, right, you think they're going to want to put themselves in the best light. Now, how they treat this Antonio Brown situation, especially less the feet and more the helmet, I, I think that's going to be interesting and really kind of a, a litmus test for you know for where this uh, for this show falls in terms of uh, you know fact versus fiction. Who do you think the Lisa Vanderpump of the Raiders is? Oh, just kidding. Just, oh, wow. That was a good one. Uh, just, just, just kidding. I am curious on the hard knocks thing, though. What is it like the Wednesday after? What was it like last Wednesday? Was that all that people were talking about? Was the episode that aired previously? Or is it more of a, hey, it's just another day at training camp? You know how players do, like... I'll write a big feature or something like that, positive or negative, and they'll be like, I didn't read it. But you know, like, his girlfriend did, and his mom did, yeah. and his aunts did, and he definitely heard about it. But there's that kind of act like, ah, like we didn't watch the show. Like, we didn't make microwave popcorn. Like, we didn't <laughs> break out the Sour Patch Kids. Uh, but they all watch it. They all know. And last, you know, last, last Wednesday, uh, Jonathan Abram took a podium. I mean, the guy was on what? three or four of eight or nine segments as a major character. And in terms of fact versus fiction, uh, show versus reality, that's John Abram. As far as I know him, he is brash. He's outspoken. At times, maybe fans think he's a little bit over the top. That's kind of how he is. He does like to hit you in the mouth, even when you don't have pads on. 
He does like to tra- talk talk trash and back it up, and I think that he's a fun personality in a league that doesn't allow a lot of fun. So I'm a, I like the way he goes about his business. But in terms of uh, when we have access, um, you know, tomorrow it's going to be all about if Antonio Brown is back or if he's still working through a foot issue that, gosh, seems like the Old Testament, you know, for how long ago that uh, that story was written. And, and really, ultimately, uh, yeah, Wednesdays, you know, and the next time that we see him, whoever the breakout star is, Max, Max Crosby's time is due. He was a uh, high school rapper. So we got to see that oh, okay. uh, at some point. But yeah, uh, that's definitely... We'll make some a, bets. A, a yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Max Crosby's going to be featured a lot tonight. All right, good. Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, Scott Baer uh, governs the Raiders for NBC Sports Bay Area, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Dan Byer, in for Doug Gottlieb. What is the relationship like between John Gruden and Derek Carr? Not only uh, professionally, but personally. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, plug uh, something here. I, I just had a, I don't know, maybe a 15, 20-minute one-on-one with, with Derek Carr and a story that's out there now where he addresses that very thing, that the public perception is, you know, that he's pious and Gruden swears like a sailor, and how could they possibly meet in the middle? They must be oil and water. And, in fact, uh, that's not the case. And John Gruden is growing on Derek Carr to the point that he's becoming a little testier shall we say this year, and a little more demanding and a little more forceful with his words, even if he's not dropping F-bombs. And I think that all those things are good. I still don't think that even though they're good, that that their personal and professional relationship is good, the fact that Derek Carr is building a house right next to John Gruden in Henderson, Nevada, close to the New Raiders facility in southern Nevada, uh, all that being said still a prove-it year, right? Still a, still a must-get-it-done-with-this-set-of-skill players, including Antonio Brown, in order to uh, put yourself in, in prime position uh, to be this quarterback through the end of his contract, which, which runs through uh, 2022. Big year for him, big year for him and Gruden. Let's not forget, this is only the second time in six years that he's had the same scheme or the same play caller. I, I think that continuity is uh, going to pay dividends for him. I'm a big believer in what Derek Carr can do, and uh, I think uh, I think he's going to really impress some people, both uh, uh, both in statistics and maybe in a couple extra wins that uh, people often forget. He's got 16 comebacks in the fourth quarter. I think he adds a couple to that tally as well. The last one for me is Scott Bear of NBC Sports Bear Area joins us as he is the Raiders insider. So if this, I mean, this is the swan song for Oakland and in for them moving on to Vegas. What is it like for fans? Is, has it been a theme at training camp? What is 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 this a, a a bigger issue than maybe seems to be letting on that this is this is the end? That's another kind of hard knock scrape that I got. You wouldn't even know that they were moving based upon episode one. Yeah, uh, and and that's as someone who lives in the East Bay, it's definitely the talk of this market. But the weird thing about it is that Raiders fans they travel. You know, it's kind of a nomadic franchise, and on Sundays or on Monday night when they open this season, there's going to be fifty three thousand screamers, right? But I work for a television station, so ratings were into that stuff, right? And you can see the needle tick slightly down, 10-15% turned apathetic. That's the worst type of fan as far as, you know, radio and TV is concerned. We don't want apathy, neither do the Raiders, and that's kind of how it'll show its impact. But it is a big story, and the weird thing is 
the Raiders have taken their victory lap already, as they did it last year, because they were worried or that, that they thought maybe last year was sure. their last go-round in Oakland. Uh, this fan base has been through a lot, and the most loyal section of it, I know that I'll hear arguments to about this is in Oakland. They have a certain identification with the grit and the blue collar nature and the and the don't mess with us or we're going to scrap attitude. And uh, I think they really identify with this market. Ultimately, it is heartbreaking uh, for people around here that they're going to move, and that will be a prevailing storyline, especially as we progress through this season. Let's not forget here, and my wife definitely knows that we have three consecutive preseason road games because they gave one to Canada. They gave another one to London. So they're gone for seven straight weeks playing away from Oakland. So those types of things wear on you, right? And, uh, you know, I I do think that as we move closer to the end and it really becomes real, uh, I think that's when you're going to see fans around here really, really taking it hard. Check out the Raiders Insider Podcast at NBCSportsBayArea.com. Find them on Twitter, Scott Baird, M-B-C-S-B-A-I-R. We appreciate it, Scott, and uh, yeah, enjoy camp and enjoy Hard Knocks tomorrow night. Thank you, gentlemen. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum Card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 